I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You're the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. Randy Robinson here. Good to have you. And you know, uh, several years ago, there was a book that came out uh, by Dr. Meg Meeker, and it's called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. And it had a really, really big impact uh, in, in a hugely positive way, especially in a culture that uh, denigrates men uh, and has Barbie movies that tell you that men are mo- morons and, and you don't need them. And that's exactly the opposite of, of the way God designed things to be. Uh, and as a father of two daughters, uh, you know, there's there's nothing greater than you can, you can give your daughter than a godly man, which is a strong man. And uh, that book uh, has inspired a film that is now available and, uh, in fact, just came out. And so I'm going to show you a little clip of that, and we will be right back to talk with Dr. Meg Meeker. But this is the film adaptation of Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. A man can argue with friends and colleagues whether God exists. But when he looks at his daughters, you, Zoe, and Abby, the best three things in my life, he just knows. Buenas noches! I got a surprise for you. This is why we sent you to business schools. I'm getting married. What? In three weeks. What? I don't even know this kid. This is for you. Think of it as gaining a son. Oh! oh. What happened? Stop being happy! It's like I don't even know my daughter. Not fair! She's 16. She's not done cooking yet. Can we microwave her? Can't wait for you guys to meet his parents. Wonderful to meet you. With three daughters, this is wisdom, my friend. Read carefully. Looks like it's been through battle. Consider it a field menu. Zozo Parte, the pod father? Get your hands off my daughter. Hey, bro. Get the car, now. No, no, no. I hate you. I'm really tired of feeling like the bad guy here. You still don't get it. I took my eye off the ball. I'm gonna get better at how I show them. Daughters are gifts to guide, love, teach. But they're not for us to keep. At some point you realize your daughter's taking her last ride on your shoulders. I'm learning to let go of my plans and start trusting God with his. Dr. Meg Meeker joins us now. Dr. Meeker, great to have you on Life Today Live. So happy to be with you. Thank you. So walk us through a little bit about this because, um, you know, this is a nonfiction book. How did yeah. how did you get to making a film about it? Well, it's interesting. 
when I wrote Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters a number of years ago, it hit. It just um, grabbed men's hearts and it became very popular, not just in America, but in other countries as well. And I think the reason that was is because it was very encouraging for fathers and dads don't get much encouragement. And I think it was the popularity of the book that really um, ignited the making of the movie, which I think is terrific. And it's it's kind of like a Christian father of the bride, if you will. When you wrote the book, and even probably more so today, what did you see that was missing that men really needed to hear? Men needed encouragement, mm-hmm. particularly fathers. I wrote Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters originally because as a pediatrician, I heard what kids were saying about their dads. I heard how desperately they needed them. They wanted affection and the love. But I also was noticing that in the media and our culture, dads were just being pushed, put down and bashed. And I said, wait a minute, there's a big disconnect. So I wanted to show fathers how their daughters see them. Because I was convinced if a father could sit behind his daughter's eyes, even for five minutes and see how she sees him, his life would never be the same. Mm. And I believe that works. That's what men have told me. Well, that that begs the question. And as the father of, of two daughters, both adults now, uh, I'm really curious. How do how do young girls see their fathers? Oh my! You know, a daughter will look at her dad as the most important man in her life, mm-hmm. right from the get go, mm-hmm. because you are the one who shows her what maleness is about, what male love is about. Mm-hmm. You smell different, you feel different, you sound different to her than her mother does when she's very young. Fathers give uh, daughters a sense of security that a mother doesn't. And a lot of women don't like to hear that. We give them a different kind of security, but a daughter sees her dad differently than she sees her mother. He is her hero. He is the one who shows her um, how to be treated by men, what to expect from men, how to um, have self-respect. And, you know, a, a daughter sees her dad as having a different authority than her mother. Now, we all know this because if we had a mother or dad, We know that if our mother said to us, oh, you can do great, you'll do great in that soccer game, you'll do great, and we think, yeah, 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 you have to say it, you're my mom. (laughs) But when your dad says, you're gonna do really well, guess what, you're gonna do really well. Hmm. And so I really wanted to highlight the difference in um, of that, the difference in that between um, fathers, how girls see fathers and mothers. So it, it it's in, when you start talking about the role of fathers, that is the one area where I will become a, a, a mess right there, right? You know, my youngest is, is a girl too. So, you know, I got that baby girl and I, she's an adult, but <laughs> she's still always my baby girl. Sure. How important is it also to balance that strength, uh, that security with, with a level of tenderness? Oh my You know, I wrote a chapter called You Are the Love of Her Life. You are her first love. You are the one who shows her male tenderness, male kindness, male compassion. You are the one who shows her that maleness is good, that masculinity is is wonderful and necessary. So you are the one that sort of lays that foundation for how strong and how kind Mm. 
how loving and how firm a man can be. And without that, a girl has no idea what to expect from a man. And that causes many girls to end up with the wrong kind of boy or man as they get older. So showing your daughter tenderness and love is critical because that's what she needs and that's what she looks at you for. Hmm. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, We hear a lot about, um, you know, toxic masculinity from the world. And when you dig down in that, you go, okay, I mean, I recognize that there are obviously some very toxic things that men can do to damage little girls, but the world's definition of toxicity and I think God's definition of toxicity, they don't always line up. Contrast maybe some of the, the messaging we get from the world versus the messaging we get from Scripture so that maybe men or even young girls who are hearing these messages can sort out the the godly from the worldly. Sure, it's a huge difference. As I said before, over the past 10 or 15 years, our culture has really amped up its criticism and humiliation of fathers. Mm. And they've, they've marginalized men and marginalized dads, particularly dads in a nuclear family with a, a mother and a father. And that is is crushing to men. They have done so because they believe that leadership is toxic, it's painful, and it traumatizes kids. Of course, if you're cruel, it traumatizes kids. But you can't throw out all leadership um, because perhaps it's twisted in some small areas. God's design for fathers is to be a leader, to set the example, to show your family what's the best way to live. How can we be humble before other people? How can we serve other people? Um, How can we be the kind of people that want to have a positive influence on those around us? That's what leadership is. And if you just look at the character of Christ, who was the perfect man, Um, and the perfect father, if you will, because God the Father is his father, you will see first and foremost strength and kindness. Leadership where um, he shows people how to follow because they are so attracted to his behavior and to his love and to his kindness. Mm. So leadership in a biblical sense is profoundly different than what the world sees leadership as. The world sees leadership as oppressive and cruel and selfish and as manipulative. And nothing could be further from the truth when it comes to biblical leadership of a dad. Yeah, boy, that's so good and so true. All right, we're talking to Dr. Meg Meeker. I'll show you your website real quick. This is meekerparenting.com. And if you want some tools, as it says right there, practical parenting tools, uh, men uh, and, and women, she's, she's got them for you. And, you know, the question for a lot of men who have been told to sit down and shut up, you're not a woman, you'll never understand, blah, 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 all the garbage that we get from this world. I think a lot of men wonder, how do I reclaim my rightful position in the family uh, without, you know, just going in and demanding it? Uh, but how do we how do we do it in a proper way so that 
so that we can be that godly father to our daughters, that strong father. So our daughters are strong. How do we, how do we get that, that back? Well, I think that it begins with your perspective and it begins with understanding what your daughter sees when she looks at you and what she needs from you. Hmm. Because I think that if you don't change a father's perception of who he is as a dad, he'll never get there. You can tell him, do this and do this and do this and stand up and speak and speak this way. It doesn't work. Hmm. But if he understands how his kids see him and what they want and need from him, he realized it's so simple. Hmm. It really is so simple and that he can do it. And he's wired with everything he needs Hmm. to meet his kids' needs and do a great job. That's when he's off and running. And I, and I think that's why my book was so popular again, not because it was written in a way that says, okay, fathers go do these three things. It really was written to show dads, dad, this is who you are. So understand that, embrace it, and walk out in that. Isn't that what Christ tells us? You are my beloved child. What does that look like? What does that feel like? No, go now go walk in it. It's exactly what he says about fathers. Here's who you really are. Here's what your kids really want. Now walk in that. And I've seen it happen over and over again. And I've seen men who felt very insecure in their roles as fathers, um, a lot of times because their wives put them down. I've been there, I've done that, um, we're pretty bullheaded. But to really embrace it and to to change their relationship with their daughters right away. Mm-hmm. I, wrote, I wrote a fun chapter called, Be the Man You Want Your Daughter to Marry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so again, it's imagine what your daughter looks for and wants and needs, what's best for her. And if you're looking for that in another man, then live that in front of her and she'll be attracted to to that later. It's all about perspective, really. Yeah, yeah, boy, that's so good. So good. Last question for you. And you've touched on it, but I want to I kind of want to just hit it straight on. And, And, you know, I grew up with a strong evangelist father. Uh, and, and he had no role mo- role model as, as a boy. So he was figuring his way along and his tendency, uh, was to really preach hard at me to kind of shove <laughs> the faith down my throat. And he realizes this now that that's not necessarily the best way. And, and, but what it did is it created uh, a hesitation on my end that it was not always healthy, which was to you know, I want, I want my kids have to experience their own faith. And so I kind of think if I could go back, I would have done things a little differently. You know, we all say that I think to a degree, but how, how would you see the right way of building a faith in a child and a daughter without, you know, hitting them so hard that they, they just back off. Cause that can be, it can be a little tricky at times, I think for Christian fathers. And, and, and I will confess, sometimes we did that with our kids too, because you're so anxious for them to know and believe and, right. and right. love Christ and follow Christ, but say less and be more. You know, my husband does a great job of that. He knows scripture. He loves the Lord, but rather than pound kids with it, he takes them on mission trips. He just is Jesus to other people. And when they ask why he tells them. So he talks about this Christ that he loves. And he talks about why he loves this Christ. And he teaches them 
you know, where he learned it in scripture. And so really, you can't act like a military sergeant when it comes to your faith. You really shouldn't act like that at all. because <laughs> We're not in the military. We're just your kid. We're, you know, our kids are just our kids. And so you have to balance the teaching, authoritative teaching with strength, but that strength doesn't mean hammering kids over the head because that never works. So on the parenting spectrum, it's just like the the evangelical spectrum. You've got the the, um, authoritarian militant parents or religious zealots. And on the other hand, you've got the passive parents who do nothing or the the, the Christians who just say, nope, it's a personal thing. You've got to hit the middle. You speak when you need to, you listen a lot, and you don't preach, but you love well and you walk forward in faith, showing your kids what Jesus looks like, yeah. and then they'll follow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you don't be afraid to, to say it when it yeah. comes to your faith, but absolutely live it. Be more and say less. And I know that a lot of Christians don't like that, but once your kids start to come around and they love what you're saying that's the time you really start talking to them and teaching them and and i know that sounds kind of wimpy from a christian perspective but the reason i say that is because a evangelicals have been um you know have have been put in a box and 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 told and we've been told that everybody's bad and we are not good to people and that's so forth. And that's not true. But I think that there have been a number of kids who've grown up in my kids' generation who said, wait a minute, I really don't want what you have because you're just giving me a bunch of rules, mm-hmm. consistent, yep. sometimes you're obnoxious and I don't want it. So we don't want to get our kids there. First we love and then we speak. Really good. I can see why this is effective. <laughs> and I appreciate your time today, Dr. Megamaker. Thank you so much for for sharing a little bit of your your insight uh, and encouragement for all of us fathers. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Well, I think you can see why it's been effective if you want to check out the book. The book is Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters by Dr. Megan Meeker. And uh, the film, it's on uh, uh, Netflix. I'm sorry, not Netflix. It's on Pure Flix. And if you don't have a Pure Flix subscription, uh, I would just go do it just to, I did it just to support them. And yeah, you do get a lot of good movies and a lot of good content, but really my motivation is just to uh, fund them so that they can continue to grow and bring more good movies. Uh, appreciate you guys being here. Uh, hit share, hit like, let people know about this movie. Let fathers know that they can be encouraged. And we'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. 